0: joined today by David England, the general manager at Mojo Selling Solutions. David has nearly 2 decades of experience in sales and management and leverages these skills to provide the highest quality services for Mojo clients. David is a firm believer that every customer should be kept for life and strives for constant improvement innovation, and refinement of the lead management, dialer, and data organization systems that create a more efficient sales process for Mojo Selling Solutions clients. David joins us to talk about the Mojo Dialer and how industry-leading phone prospecting technologies for Mojo can help agents to gain a true competitive advantage in their marketplace. Now, let's welcome David to the call as we join our host, Tim Harris.
1: Thank you, Mr. Producer. So a lot of you guys who listen to the radio show on a regular basis every day, you know that we often feature vendors, people that are in the business of selling stuff to realtors. And I think you guys probably know, Julie and I, well enough by now that we're not a big advocate of buying leads. I think you could pretty much you know, say that we hate the idea of you guys buying buyer leads, I mean, if we're just being completely honest. And, and there's a list of companies that we always will suggest you guys use. Um, and the, the company today, that, uh, and, and the representative from the company today, is, is one of those rare companies that are out there that we're real fans of, to be honest with you. And, and we're, we have no sort of business relationship with these guys. This is just a great company to be associated with because they deliver a great product. Uh, and the, our coaching clients that use them love them. Welcome to today's call, David England from Mojo Cells. David, thank you for being on today's show.
0: Hey, thank you very much for having me, Tim. I appreciate it.
1: So let's tell them a little bit about what Mojo Cells does. And anyone who uh, works FizBos and Expires, if you're not familiar with Mojo Cells, well, you need to be. So, David?
0: Sure. Mojo uh, started out uh, five or six, uh, let's see, seven years ago now in the real estate market and what it's grown into, it started out as a dialing company or our dialing service called the Mojo Dialer. And it's kind of morphed years later into an all-in-one prospecting solution uh, for the real estate market. So it includes uh, multiple channels, if you will. We've got the dialer, we've got the lead manager. We've got uh, now the data for these agents to dial on and to prospect with. Um, as well as a suite of mobile applications. So it's a nice, you know, round, rounded-out product that a real estate agent can subscribe to one or all of what we offer and then use that to build their book of business. And for the most part, the, the majority of the real estate agents we have as clients um, really go after the seller leads with our system.
1: That's right. And that is the bottom line. And you guys can see why we're big advocates of Mojo Sellers because they do have a really incredible system that helps you guys make more contacts to more sellers quicker. And if you're not a listing agent, uh, especially going to 2015, if you're not uh, getting a majority of your income from home sellers, you need to seriously reconsider your business plan and pivoting towards sellers. The uh, days of buying buyer leads uh, are coming to an end, and the listing agents more than ever are going to dominate the market. So let's get into the nuts and bolts of how Mojel Sells works. And, and, and if you could just kind of walk a typical, because you know, we have 50,000 people that typically listen to us per month, agents, almost all of them. And I would say, you know realistically, if I'm lucky, 10% are actually working their uh, you know Fisbos Expires, Centers of Influence, Past Clients, and all the other sources you'd normally contact by phones. So I'll set it up for you. Normally, obviously, guys, if you're not using Mojo cells, you're going to be having to look in your database, dial a phone number, wait for it to ring, maybe have a conversation if they answer, maybe leave a voicemail if they don't, hang up, do it all over again, keep on doing it. And so the time, uh, let's say you set aside an hour a day, the amount of time, if you add it all up together, between the actual... You know, conversations with people can be a majority of your time. And so you've got an hour a day, and let's say your goal is to make 10 actual God, actual honest-to-God contacts in, the, in that hour, and yet you're spending all your time waiting on the phone for someone to answer, looking for a phone number. It's highly inefficient, and Mojo Cells uh, removes literally all of that. So, I, I mean, I basically did your job for you here, David, but is there anything I'm forgetting? <laughs>
0: no, no, you just nailed it. I mean, if if if, if an agent is absolutely committed – which, like you pointed out, moving forward, this is, you know, prospecting on the phone is clearly the path to success moving forward. Um, like I fully agree with you on the whole buyer lead uh, segment, uh, I think that that's going to be less and less. Um, that's a take up less and less uh, of an agent's time. And so basically, yeah, if, if someone's committed to prospecting on the phone, doing it by hand, just it just doesn't work. Managing, picking up, you know, managing your leads, picking up the phone, dialing by hand, waiting the 36 seconds or so for that to ring out to a no answer or a, or a voicemail, dropping the voicemail, moving on to the next one. You know, it's, it's, it, that effort is actually what causes the most call reluctance for uh, real estate agents to, to move past the marketing themselves in glossy ads and, and dealing with buyers to the more um, lucrative uh, prospecting for listings. Is that, is that well? Hold
1: that- on. You said something. I'm gonna, sorry for interrupting you. Um, sure. But you said something very interesting. I hadn't thought about this before, so I'm going to drill down on it. You said the 36 seconds between calls and all the you know all this sort of you know built-in consternation leads to call reluctance. Could you uh, explain what you mean by that?
0: Sure. So most people think that the Call reluctance, number one call reluctance is the actual selling like a telemarketer or, or that fear of, of their image being corroded by prospecting on the phone. You know, what are people going to think of me? I'm a real estate agent. I've spent all this money on my image, and now I'm making phone calls? It feels like I'm going backwards. But see, that's actually not the number one uh, you know, form of call reluctance that we see. The actual number one form of call reluctance that we see is people who have experienced doing it manually if we don't get the message across as real estate's number one prospecting solution that Mojo's, you know, number one feature is getting rid of all of that extra work, then we don't gain a customer. So that's one of the things that we have to do. And as a real estate coach, as a sales coach, that's one of the you know, the roadblocks you probably have to get people to prospect is that fear of reluctance or, you know, that technology getting in the way or or the the extra work that goes into making those calls manually and that's why we came up with the mojo dial in real estate service you, you know i but people that people you ask
1: that that's a david that's a really good point because you know that is a, you're saying basically the frustration of having to go through doing the calling manually does burn people out and you know that is a very fundamental that has to be a very fundamental truth you know just not yeah, having and the, that's where but, mojo
0: comes into play
1: so let's talk about mojo and this it is pretty, I mean, it's pretty damn cool to actually see the Mojo dialer working. So, let's, you know, an agent sits down, or actually yep. we always coach you guys to stand up, have your computer on a podium, have your scripts on the wall, have your objection handlers on the wall, you know, call every day at the same scheduled time. So you're there, you dial into the Mojo uh, dialer, take it from there.
0: Yep, so you, you go to our website, you log into our web-based uh, platform. On your screen in front of you is the Mojo dialer. You know, at some point, we got to fill in the part where you, you need data to call, right? So, so yep. either you're using one of our preferred vendors or, or you're using, you know, we can talk about this later if you want to go down that road, or you're using the Mojo Lead Store. But basically, you have people you, you need to call. What you do is you pick up your phone, you dial into a phone number that we present to you uh, as an agent on the screen, and either, um, you know, it's, it's, you can use a headset Don't make my mistake and walk away from your base too far. But you can use a headset, landline, cell phone. It doesn't matter to dial into this phone number. Once you're logged into the system, then you just press the start button, and we begin to call on up to three lines on your behalf using your one dial-in phone line. Now we we have different licenses. We have single line licenses and we have triple line licenses. And we sort of recommend to people if you're if you're starting out and you beat yourself up on the phone prior to using Mojo and there's that reluctance to even prospect, we suggest people sign up with a single line to get their feet wet, and then like clockwork, two weeks into it, they've upgraded. So you're sitting well, there.
1: but walk them through the mechanics of it. Yeah, well, t- sure. take us the mechanics of it. Yeah, I'm on the three dollar. I'm not fooling around. At the first, or the second, I'm going for the full. Monty here, okay? How does that work?
0: So basically, you're you're on the phone. Our system's dialing on the screen. You're seeing the three people that we're dialing and the phone numbers that we're dialing. We give you a visual, and you can have an audio alert to when someone picks up the phone. We're going to talk about some – one of our major benefits is that we're copper-based, so I'm going to throw this in. As soon as you get that visual that someone's picked up the phone, you also get that first hello and you begin to have a conversation with the person. You're you're done. You're you're not focused on the technology. You're not focused on anything. But the I love I love how you put out there that you tell everyone to hang this stuff on the wall. We strongly recommend that you get your you know objection handlers on the wall. You maybe you've got your script on the wall, and you just go into being what you're doing, what you're there for. You're 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 prospecting. You're pitching. And again, the mojo not in your way. At that point, you're just having the conversation. When you're done with that phone call, there's a couple different ways that call can end. It can be a good outcome, bad outcome, neutral, maybe set up an appointment. However it is, you end that phone call. We have what are called last call result buttons on the screen. Use your mouse from your computer, whether a Mac or a PC. And you just identify how that call ended. And perhaps you're going to make some notes first. Maybe you're going to update the record and put in that, you know, maybe – Maybe Mary's no longer at the home, she's in assisted living, but her son Bob here is, is the one that's you know making all the decisions on the property. You make those notes, you end the phone call, and boom, we have another round of three calls going out, and you're on to the next one.
1: What happens if, so Your the system is calling three people simultaneously, basically. So what happens if more than one person answers at the same time?
0: That's a great question. One of the, uh, one of the, Things that, the, the confusing things about Mojo. Uh, the things that one of the things that confuses people the most is the difference between what we are, which is a power dialer, and what they're probably used to, which is a predictive dialer. Our power dialer only dials three lines at a time at one time. So, like you just so to answer your question, if you're on line one with somebody and line two and three keep on dialing out, they're gonna. And if someone picks up line two or three. They're going to hear what's called a callback message, and that's a message that's recorded in the user's voice, and it plays right away. There's no delay, and it can be—it's you know there's a, there's multiple callback messages floating around. There's hundreds of posts on this, and, and all the uh, all the websites across the. Oh, network you're not
1: getting off that by. easy. No, 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 no. You're not getting off that easy. What's the best callback message?
0: The best callback message is hello, hello. There's something wrong with my phone. Let me call you right back. Thank you. <laughs> And you know that that's it. And we always recommend to throw on the end. If you need to call me back, here's my phone number. But people don't stay on that long. And here's the great thing. When that plays, it's designed to get the person to hang the phone up. You don't lose that opportunity. Right. Okay. So what happens is when I'm online, I'm still on line one, this happens in the background. I I disposition line one, I apply that last call result button indicating the mojo that I'm all done with the conversation. We don't dial another three phone calls. We go back, look if there's any callback messages in queue, and call back that person who just heard that message right away.
1: That's awesome. So we—it's like
0: stacking cordwood. Now, one of the <laughs> things about Mojo that's unique, you know, and I don't mean to interrupt, interrupt you, Tim, but I, I want to make this um, make this comment about our callback message we're the only folks with a callback message that is designed to end that phone call. Because if you don't end the phone call, what ends up happening in other systems is you end your first phone call. So, so the callback message plays on, on another system, okay? The person picks up the phone. It's not designed for that person to hang up. It's designed to make them wait. It's a waiting game. You're on line one. You disposition line one. All of a sudden, you have dead air on your, on your headset. There's somebody waiting for you to say something. And that that and that puts up a big wall, and it's an indicator that somebody is telemarketing them. And now you have a, a, a big barrier in your way from getting a listing appointment. So Mojo's callback message is designed to get them off the phone, don't waste their time, and call them right back.
1: Well, but at that point, you know that someone's going to answer. So if you call them right back, since as as you're done with that one, you know, say you set your listing appointment and pre-qualified them, you already know that you have the, yeah, that makes perfect sense. And, you know, I'm thinking, I bet you, you have a lot of new users who think they know better than you do, who who like to leave these long-winded messages thinking that somehow that's going to make it so they have to actually make less, you know, person-to-person contacts on the phone. Is that something you guys deal with?
0: Uh, yeah, we hear it all the time. In fact, we've even had people call us and say, what's the most effective voicemail message to drop? And when can I dial during the day? where I can expect the least amount of people to pick up.
1: Exactly. I know. That's so. what I was thinking. I bet you that would be how – so if you're thinking that, shame on you. <laughs> because that it, means it, you're trying true. to make it so you don't have to learn sales skills. I mean, that's the bottom line. So Mojo, if I understand correctly, also has some really cool – for those who are wanting to track analytics and statistics and knowing they're this, that, and the other – how much tracking do you guys do for the sake of the uh, client being able to you know, see if they're improving or not?
0: Yeah, you know, we—I we, uh, think too much. It can get confusing, but uh, you know, we have multiple reports that break it down. You know, we, we have reports geared towards teams. We have individual reports. They can tell how many calls they have to make to to make this many contacts, and from that many contacts, how many listings they, you know, listing appointments have to go on to set you know, or to list this many houses. So we really go from a, a very wide net to a much narrower net um, in our reports. So now you have a real... you,
1: well you have customers obviously all over the country because we have uh you know thousands of coaching clients we've been referring you guys for years so I'm sure you guys you know have literally clients in every market do you have um and I you aren't prepared for this so it's okay if you don't have this information but I would be really curious from your perspective what the average contacts to appointments set are do you guys have any sort of like read on what like if you were to take your you know average user versus say for example your best user because agents at the end of the day everyone's reluctant to make phone calls there's no doubt about it i mean guys if i had to get back into real estate full time and sell real estate and i haven't done this now for over you know 10 years basically but i would certainly have a little call of reluctance calling this and expires you know but it's one of those things you just start doing so if you've never done it before there's naturally a lot of call of reluctance but if you can see if you can benchmark yourself against like for example in our own coaching business, you know an average user after they've been with us for about a year will make ten contacts instead of a listing an appointment, right but when you're starting, your numbers are going to be a lot you know not going to be that great, but I'm curious from your perspective with all your different users what you guys see
0: uh you know that's interesting i I can give you some real high level numbers i I can't give you a a, a percentage of contacts to appointment because as you just alluded to, you know there's um, ability comes into play, right? So Kill. someone's ability to set an appointment is, is a variable. I can tell yep. you, in, in most of our data sets, regardless of the vendor, um, off market leads, you know, f- expired, canceled, withdrawn, throw Fisbos in there, you're going to get an answer rate of about 12 percent. And even that varies. That that varies uh, time time of day.
1: But, so wait, hold on, to... hold, hold, hold on. That's freaking killer. I mean, if you think it about it, it is
0: killer. It is. And
1: what, other marketing, what other marketing thing? You, you guys are all, some of you guys are so stoned out on doing Facebook ads. I mean, what is your percentage of actually getting – don't tell me about clicks – of actual leads from your, the number of impressions you're getting. And if you look at that, a 13% reach, uh, contact ratio, that's incredible. I can't think of anything else you can do marketing-wise uh, aside from sitting around the Thanksgiving table with your extended family and asking for real estate leads. It's going to get you a similar result. I mean, that's crazy.
0: It is, and, and you know, one of the pitfalls to to this whole system working um, for a lot of our newer agents is, or I should say a mistake they make, is they start grading themselves and they start looking for the gold nuggets in their data after two weeks, after 30 days. And that's not uh, the way to do it. What do you mean the by that? Do it, me- meaning... Uh, so an agent, you know, they're reluctant to sign up for Mojo. It's a sales coach. It's a it's a it's a team leader. Um, it's somebody else's go-get Mojo. They try Mojo, out. they get through that first phase of that uh, you know overcoming that reluctance. They get their data into it. They start dialing. They're actually, in my opinion, looking for a reason not to continue to do it. And what they do is they say, oh hey look, boss, the proof is in the numbers. You know, I, I called X amount of people. Uh, let's say I called 100 people. I talked to 12 or 13 of them. Of those 12 or 13, I didn't set an appointment. Right. And in, in, in that's selling themselves short. I've got hundreds of uh, accounts of, I hate to use this term, top producing agents who have told me personally, I am so happy I didn't judge my new uh, prospecting system on the first 30 days. Because now I'm six months into it. I'm three months into it. And now it's become a system, almost like a manufacturing process.
1: Well, you but Dave, what you—yeah, your, but what you're saying is true. Because at the end of the day, what we're talking about is is learning skills. That's the reason agents, I think, for the most part, are so attracted to buyers. I, my wife said this perfectly. She said, basically, working with buyers is physical labor. Right? You have to go out, and spend your time, and trudge around and show houses and whatnot. Uh, working with sellers is mental labor, meaning you need skills, meaning you'll need to learn your sales craft. You need to become good at overcoming objections. You need to become efficient at um, you know, basically being a salesperson, and that's what becoming a really powerful listing agent is all about. You can't become a powerful listing agent without a strong skill set. Now, beyond what David's talking about, you also have to have a pre-listing pack. You also have, a, have to have a listing presentation. Yeah, this means you're going to have to probably, for a lot of you, decide that maybe for the first time since you've had your real estate license, that your natural skills and abilities as a salesperson have kind of come to an end, and if you want to go to the next level and become a really powerful salesperson, you're going to have to adopt um, a new mindset about your business. You're going to have to approach it like a business person would, and uh, that's the reason I love Mojo, because it really takes a lot of the excuses out of the system, out of the process. David, that's you right. touched on Mojo Leads. Let's talk about that.
0: Well, you know, with the, we believe there's three basic things an agent needs to be successful. Uh, they need the system. How, how do we become more efficient? And that's where the dialer comes into play. They need a way to contact as many people in the least amount of time because as a real estate agent, uh, as you know, obviously, their time is very valuable. There's only so many hours in a day. There's a lot to do. So they need to become more efficient. That's where the dialer comes in. They need good data to call on, and they need the know-how. Those are the three things. The thing we were lacking, there's there's great real estate coaches out there, obviously. You guys are one of them. But what we we could offer up to our customers was the third pillar or the second pillar in the way I just described it, which is the data. Um, So we decided last year, that while we had great relationships with other lead vendors who currently post data into Mojo, we felt that there was um, an opportunity for us to offer more value to our clients, and we came out with um, more options inside of our Mojo lead store, and we've added for sale by owner leads, as well as our new expired data product. Um, In addition to those two lead products, Tim, the, the one thing that's like synonymous with Mojo is the Mojo Lead Store. Uh, and it's actually what they're referring to when they say that because I want to point that out because a lot of ages listening to this call will probably have people say, I use the Mojo Lead Store because we changed the name to what it's now known as is the Neighborhood Search. And what the Neighborhood Search is an easy-to-use mapping utility inside of Mojo that customers can uh, subscribe to. And they can actually go into a neighborhood, let's say it's 123 Main Street, They can pop in the address and puts a pin on a map, and then they can plot more pins around that area. And we're going to collect all of that publicly listed data for them to preview. So they can target a just-listed-your-sold neighborhood by plotting out the pins. Then they can preview the data, and within a blink of an eye, they can create that calling list inside of Mojo. So literally, from going from having no data in their account to prospect on, with the Mojo Lead Store, within a few minutes, they've all of a sudden got just listed sold sold data, expired data, for sale by owner data, all inside of their Mojo. So that's why. Okay. So let me ask, let me run. ask
1: some drill, let me ask some drill down questions.
0: Please.
1: Um, you you know as well as I do that old expireds are gold. Okay. That's right. You know as well as okay. And so how how far back can we go? Uh, you know what we're making a, we're making a stupid assumption here. Uh, we need to be clear that. Mojo, and a lot of the other services that sell um, expired and are sale by owner leads, they go and do the homework for you guys. So what I'm hearing David described, and I didn't know a lot about this aspect of Mojo prior to today's radio show, so I'm learning right along with you listeners, uh, is that Mojo now is basically, are you connected to every MLS? I mean, you're getting this data, this expired data from the MLS, as I assume, at some level.
0: That's correct, and like in like the majority of the other services out there, we're not in every MLS, but there are um, very few we're not in.
1: Okay, so you guys go. I, I, we have to walk this, them through the mechanics of this in case they're not, you know. So you guys, uh, Mojo goes into the expired service or ex- goes into the MLS pull, or the MLS, you know, exports the data to you guys. Then for your clients, you then will pull out. Uh, you you will find the information as to whether the house has been relisted. You'll find, I'm sure pull the information about the days in the market, you know, some statistical information, and then you guys then will find phone numbers. And that's the real power of uh, Mojo and a lot of the other expired services is the fact that they'll then go find the phone numbers, cell phones or otherwise. Am I overstating it here?
0: No, no, you're right on the money with that.
1: Okay, so, you know, users are listening, especially prospecting agents are listening. What percent of the phone numbers, if there's 10 expires, 20 expires, you're, uh, what, what percent of phone numbers are you guys able to get?
0: 58% is the average across all of our expired accounts right now.
1: Okay. I, so I, I, hate,
0: yeah. I hate to even throw that number out there, Tim, because it's it varies per MLS. Uh, you know, like in, in, in one MLS in Florida, it's it's much higher. We have a customer in Kansas City, and and it's it's a little a little bit lower than that. Um, but the industry average on a, I I could say this: the industry average on a um, base expired package is around thirty to thirty eight percent. We wanted a regardless kind of the product. Go ahead.
1: Well, that's you, and that are you saying all vendors that supply this type of information for realtors, or just you guys? You're saying industry wide.
0: So I'm, saying- I'm saying yeah. So our customer feedback. And talking with other expired companies that in a mojo, their average, per, you know, their hit rate is between 33 and 38% in that ballpark. So okay, we wanted it. to come out with a service that was around, you know, we wanted to get better than half. Um, so that's what we came out with. Now you have these pro services that are coming out in the marketplace, and they're saying, hey, we're going to get you up to 60%. I mean, that's, that's the big number that a lot of these same companies are throwing out there for their pro services. So I'm happy with being in the mid-50s to 58% for the majority of our MLSs because we're charging the rate that these other services are getting for um, their, their low-level service. So it's a really some- good value...
1: But somebody could also – they could always use the other service per, to provide the oh, data. absolutely. And then yeah, you, absolutely. use you guys for the technology to make the calls, right? So, yeah, I mean, you, and,
0: and, and, yeah. and here's where that makes sense. You know, we don't use the same system that all these other companies use. No one really uses the same algorithm. So in some cases, like the Mojo expired service, I'm going to pull a state out of my uh, hat. It's just, it's just for an example. Let's say Nevada. We might be weaker in Nevada than, let's say, uh, our good friends over at the Red X. So, it would make sense for a user to use the Red X service, the data service. That's the beauty of the Mojo system. Unlike a lot of our competitors, we allow the posting of basically everybody's data into Mojo. You don't have to pick a favorite. Your constant will be the Mojo dialer. You can shop data services around to make sure you find one that's the best fit.
1: All right, you said something earlier, too, and I want to drill down on this because it's really important. Um, Better times of the month, better times of the week, and better times of the year. To make uh calls anything you could share with the listeners um (laughs)
0: that's a good question you know the 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 best time of the day is really going to depend on what kind of community you live in you know if if it's a if it's an older community um a lot of our customers have great results calling mid-morning because a lot of the doctor's appointments are set in the morning and they come back uh, from those doctor's appointments for, for whatever reason Uh, They come back from the coffee shop having breakfast. So that 11 o'clock, that 11 a.m. hour is good if you're, let's say, in a um, an older community,
1: Uh, retirement community. That's a really, you know, I never thought of that. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. So if you're selling in Laguna Niguel or any of these other areas, that's a really good. Or lots of Florida. That's a really. That's. I love it. I'm sorry, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's
0: actually uh, the, but the time to call in southern Florida is 11 a.m. Is, uh, you as know, feedback we get in our mastermind group. Uh, you know, for for everywhere else, call in the morning, call them in the evening. And, again, there's that reluctance to call someone around dinner time because they don't want to be called at dinner time. But, again, it's about making contacts. You're not making a bunch of phone calls to drop messages. You're making a bunch of phone calls to speak Make with contact. people. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and, Saturday, and morning. Saturday morning. Saturday, Saturday morning
1: 's killer the last Saturday day of the morning. month is killer yep Saturday morning's yep, killer right. last day of the month, first day of the month um, and of the you know what and you know any so this is funny every time I say this publicly on our radio show, I literally have coaching clients uh, who don 't want their comp- competition knowing what i 'm about to say is true, but if you can call during a time of year, which by the, by the way is most of November and December. when it's it's the end of the month and the beginning of the month, and it's also a holiday, so everybody's home, it is absolutely a flipping goldmine because your competition won't be working, i.e. they won't be getting any other calls. Everybody's going to be home to get... uh, Everyone's going to be home not knowing their listing expired. So you have all the benefits of the last day, first day, and you get the benefit of increasing contacts because people have the time off from work. So guys... Have your head screwed on straight about this. We're in December. We're coming up on two, maybe three weeks where we're going to have this incredibly and go back and call the old expires. Call back the people that expired in the fall that are saying, oh, I don't want to relist until the spring. Well, Mr. Seller, it's January 1st. Happy New Year. Spring is a couple months from now. We're coming up on what arguably is, um, and David argue with me if I'm wrong about this, but we're coming up on what arguably is the best time of year to prospect.
0: You're absolutely right it, for for a couple of reasons. One, you already stated no one's. I mean, not the majority of the people that prospect tend to. Okay, whew, I've gone through the, the mud. I'm going to take this last <laughs> month of the year off, or, or, yep. or even the week before Thanksgiving to the closing of the year. Uh, and then we have a lot of people right now. Um, we've got social groups that are private that people go in with Mojo and they they, they you know they talk about everything that they're doing. And right now, everybody's setting up first quarter for next year. And this mm-hmm. is the time to do it. Is right now is yep. to make those phone calls and line up that business for next year. You know what's
1: exciting about this? What's exciting about doing this radio show with you this time of year? And I, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not naive. I don't know that. I know for a fact that of all of our listeners, you and I are really only speaking to a minority of them. But I'm excited for the minority of them that are listening, that are actually understanding the ramifications of what we're saying. I mean, really, David, it goes back to that 13% number. Holy cow! I mean, you guys can sit down, set, it, and this is not expensive to do, right? I mean, we're going to talk about cost here in, expen- in, a, in, in a second. If you can get over what's in your head about making these calls and thinking of yourself as a salesperson, this has got to be the most profitable use of your time, full stop. So, David, let's talk about cost.
0: Sure. So, our system is broken up into several parts because, you know, the, to make sure we meet the needs of of everybody, so you know, from a baseline, we have, and this is really heavily used in team environments, we have a hosted lead management system. So basically, it's it's the Mojo Dialer without the the dialer. You can email out of it. You can have leads imported in. We're integrated with other CRMs, and basically, um, you can subscribe to our lead services. And it's also a great. I'm taking a break. Uh, option, for someone that normally power dials all year long, and again, coming into the end of the year, they decide to take a break, but they don't want to lose any of the data they've accumulated, it's $10 per month. And not to have too much uh, hot wind here, but the other great reason to have our $10 hosted lead management license is teams, because we allow people to share dialing licenses. So in a a team where, you know, they have three or four agents who are going to share the dialing license, it's it's, uh, far less cost for them. Once you get past the $10 dialing license, you have your single-line dialer, which is uh, $89 per month, unlimited usage. And then you have your triple-line dialer, which is $139, unlimited usage. And then we have a variety of data products. I don't know if you want me to go into those. But um, basically, you can get... It's a menu price system. You can get what you want. We've got expired leads for $50 per month. They include cell phone numbers and relative information. If we can't find the uh, the target homeowner, which is huge, that's a premium product without the premium price we have. For sale by owners, aged and um, real-time, uh, that's $25 per month, and then we have our lead store, which is $25 per month, which is the excuse me the neighborhood search. I did it to myself, uh, which is that just listed just sole product.
1: Do you guys charge uh, extra for a data dump of old expireds?
0: No, no.
1: Okay. okay, so there's another big USP for you guys that you didn't mention by the way, because your competition does. So a lot of our users that are trying to get expireds from um, some of the other sources, that other source, now you're thinking, damn, we need to be doing that. We can make more money. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, yeah exactly. They're, right. They're they're, yeah. they're, char- they're charging for old expired. So they'll only give them, like I think it's 30 days. And if you want the last six months, it's a one-time download just for extra money. Oh, so, I gotcha. It, yeah, exactly, which I don't like. I don't think that makes any sense. I mean, anyway, so listen, uh, real estate coaching students, existing Tim and Julie, Harris Real Estate University coaching students, this is a no-brainer. You know, it's funny. I was writing down some of the numbers, the prices you were talking about, and I was thinking in the back of my head, what does the average uh, agent pay Zillow right now for buyer leads? It's more than double what you guys charge. Isn't that crazy to think about? It,
0: it, it is. It is. Especially when you consider the cost to acquire a lead. In front, you know, let's just say, just listen to sole prospecting. It's twenty-five dollars a month. You have access to unlimited amounts of data in your area, well, it's all over the U.S. and Canada, but, you know, you obviously only want to call on people in your area, and I've got agents, I did a podcast a few years ago with a, um, um, a young woman from Oklahoma, and all the details are on our website in the podcast, blah, 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 but anyways, she was listing 20 homes a month just doing just-listed, just-sold calls. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that's a no-brainer. I, I mean... Does everyone have those results? No, but again, you know, it, it's how hard you want to work at it? How often do you want to do it? How eager are you? How hungry are you? And if you talk about costs, I mean, her costs were very low to to acquire a lead. So,
1: You know what's, what's ultimately cool about uh, today's radio show, uh, and this is what I tell agents they request. We didn't run a commercial today. But if the, if we run a commercial, it's basically offering agents a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Hey, guys, see how we just snuck in a commercial there? But anyway, so one of the, one of the things that, um, you know, I always get these uh, free coaching call requests that goes to one of our other coaches, and they're, you know, I am overwhelmed with all these things I'm supposed to be, you know. I'm in Keller Williams. They're telling me to build a team. I'm, you know, getting solicitations from all these different companies. And by the way, guys, you think you've been getting a lot of solicitations in two thousand and fourteen, wait to the number of phone calls you're gonna start getting in two thousand and fifteen. It's going to be insane. Put yourself on the do not call list. But, you know, coach, I'm overwhelmed with all these different people telling me how to do my business, telling me how to do da, 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 da. And you know what guys, the truth is is um you know <laughs> This will probably make it so we won't get more sponsors to the radio show, but the truth is a vast majority of the stuff out there that's being offered to you guys is a complete waste of money. And by complete, I mean literally you'll get zero response. And you won't get zero response because of anything you did. You'll get zero response because it's just a gimmick. That's it, all it is, it's a straight-up gimmick. Mojo sells, calling expires, FISBO, centers of insulin, all the other you know outbound-type work you can do. That is the core spoke that all of you need to have on your, um, you know, your lead generation wheel. It is the first thing that all of you should learn if you're new in the real estate business. And if you've never learned it, you've been in the real estate business for a long period of time, and you're sick of the ups and downs in your income. And this is the time of year when people really start to take a real hard look at what they you know, did well in the past 12 months and what they want to do well in the next 12 months. Virtually all of the problems in real estate, all the income problems, all the stress, all comes from the lack of listing inventory. If you guys had five listings at all times, ten listings at all times, if you're in Oklahoma City, maybe it's 30 listings at all times. How many of those listings are just going to sell at MLS when you have them priced right? You know, when Julie and I sold our real estate in Columbus, Ohio, we oftentimes, to meet our financial goals, we had to have dozens and dozens of listings. Well, know your market and then work on just, Put all of your best energies every single day, not on branding, not on your website, not on Facebook ads, not, I mean, those all things can come into play, but put your best energies every single day on going after sellers. Everything comes from a listing. That seller's got to move up. Maybe you sell that listing to your own buyer. Maybe, I mean, you guys, you can rattle off a dozen different ways you can make money off one seller versus a buyer. So the reality of it is it's the turn of the year. It's an incredible opportunity. We're at the very beginning stages. Listen to some of our past radio interviews with all these other industry leaders. We're at the very beginning stages of what's going to be a long-term seven to 7-10-year real estate boom. If you're not experiencing that right now in your business, do something about it. Learn how to prospect. You know, Mojo Cells is the best-of-breed product out there. Use them. It's a no-brainer. If you need coaching, if you need training, if you need us to help you move the stuff around in your attic, your head – so you can see clearly to the opportunity that what we talked about on today's radio show can be your reality. Then ask for a free coaching call. It's simple. Free coaching calls for agents.com. So David, as we round the bend on today's radio show, anything you'd like else you'd like to say to today's listeners?
0: You know, just our experience with real estate agents in the real estate business has been great. We've uh, we've loved the uh, exponential growth our, our growth our business has had in the last five years after getting into real estate. And uh, I think the number one part in common I could make is get on the phone, get past that fear of, of rejection and hearing no and sweep that call reluctance, you know, out of your head, get some coaching calls under your belt, learn your scripts and just do it. Because again, in the past five years, we have so many success stories of people who are relying on blog posts and Facebook ads and, you know, and tweeting and all the other, uh, you know, um, passive marketing uh, habits. Um, they've just been blown away. They've been blown away by going after it, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, the one thing you can always, you know, it's it's funny. I, I was trying to wrap the show, but you, you touched on something that's really important It's funny, these trends, these little uh, magic, these little silver bullet ideas. We had um, someone on the other day, he was talking about remarketing, you know, with paid search is now the new, you know, trend and, you know, it's Facebook ads and all these other things. Guys, these ideas, they all work when they come out. But the problem is, is in real estate, they get oversaturated in like 90 days. So there's gonna be a new shiny thing in 2015, and I'm gonna talk to you guys about it in uh, on the radio show. And there might be like 10 of them, and I'm gonna tell you, hey guys, this is working, but it won't work for long because as everyone else starts to do it, it'll become oversaturated. That's the problem with you guys that are so much in the habit of chasing these bright shiny objects, thinking that is going to be the you know cured all your problems about generating leads. There's one thing. There's only one thing that will put it into that crazy cycle, and it's literally learning how to go after your own business. It's learning how to be a listing agent, because then you can let all the other herds of agents and hordes of agents chase all those bright, shiny things, because you'll know every single day, you strap on your headset, you dial up your computer, you wait for someone to answer, you say what you got to say, then you go to the next one. You know, All my top producing coaching students, anyone that's been with our organization, for at least a year, has a daily assignment of setting one pre-qualified listing appointment a day. You can get there, too. How much better would you feel? Maybe you don't want to have that many listings. Maybe you only want to have 10 listings. Well, then guess what? You can get there as well. Just open up your minds to the fact that a lot of the stress and the strain and the frustration that you guys are experiencing in this real estate business is because, as David just said, you're trying to do things passively. Let's set that aside for You know, you could still do the passive stuff, but let's put all your best energies on the stuff that's going to proactively put you in the uh, position of helping other people and making money. So, David, thank you sincerely for being um, our guest today, my co-host. Everyone, I'm going to include links to Mojo Cells um, in the description of today's radio show, so you can click over there so David doesn't have to rattle off, and it's MojoCells.com if you're curious. But, you know, we're also going to include links in the descriptions. David, I really appreciate having you on the radio today. I had a lot of fun. Hopefully, you did, too.
0: I did, too. Thank you very much, Tim. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about Mojo.
1: Hey, always. And let's have you back, okay? And maybe next time, you know, it would be really cool. (laughs) I'm asking you to do something that's probably really hard to do. But it would be really cool if you could have some kind of, like, report about, you know, what the best of breed users do. It would be very fascinating to sort of benchmark, you know, for agents to be able to see, you know, this is what agents in New York are doing, and I'm in New York, versus agents in, you know, as far as contacts to appointments. I don't know how tangible that is for you guys to do, but that would be fun to talk about.
0: I can get that done.
1: Cool. All right. When you do, let us know. We'll have you back. In the meantime, everyone, thank you for listening. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow.
0: This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website
1: at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon
0: for upcoming shows. And until next time... Thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.